Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 11th of January, 2018. Uh, unfortunately, winter is not almost over. It's uh, got its death hold on most of us. Pretty gross, actually. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, actually, this has been a really good week. I don't know. I've had a really good week. Had a good, how are you doing, Dave? You know what? I, I I understand exactly what you mean about winter. I mean, I'm looking out. There's a drizzle. I mean, it's great because it's making my grass green, as as you'll remember. Um, <laughs> you know, during uh, during the winter season here in Victoria. Sorry, I just have to taunt you a little bit because you've lived here, and now I get to taunt you that this is still my version of winter. Um, I have no white snow. The grass just gets greener. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's been an exciting week with a lot of. Um, you know, sometimes uh, some news that we knew was coming up, um, some news we didn't know was coming up, and, and just some pleasant surprises. Um, yeah, there's just uh, a lot going on. It was certainly hitting uh, 2018 with uh, with a head start or uh, hit the ground running. Yeah, 2018 has not disappointed. Um, usually you say there's no difference between the turnover of a new year. It's just January, December 31st to January 1st, just today, right? Well... Um, we sort of slept our way into the end of 2017, and like like you said, David, we were doing like, this year has just come out of the gate running. Um, I owe you an apology. I am so sorry I didn't get that one. All you asked was one piece of advice, and I couldn't get it to you, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I see you weren't lost because you did get 21 other experts to uh, share their single best piece of advice in Search Engine Journal. Um, sorry about that, dude. <laughs> you know what? No, no problem. Um, you know, it's just I, I, I had a bunch, but I'm like, okay, who are who are the, you know, brains of people that uh, that I'd like to pick and and get an answer. Uh, and it was funny because I chat with you all the time. I know I I sort of poked you a little later. I thought I'd already, um, you know, sent my request, but then I, I don't blame you because. I'd sort of gone, oh, okay, I thought I'd actually requested this from Jim, and then it was like two days before. I know, staff get busy, so I had to had to deal with 22 rather than a nice, or I deal with 21 rather than a nice even number of 22. Well, here's here's my piece of advice for, 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 for people out there. When somebody asks your advice for an article that's going to be read by, like, you know, several hundred thousand people, give it. <laughs> um, there, that's, that's my advice. How's that? The link is so <laughs> worth it. Um, Good advice, and, and making the list was Dave Harry. I corrected. The, <laughs> we uh, talked about that, that last. You know, that's the, Dave Harry is just like the AKA the Gypsy is. Um, he's it's just one of the oddest characters in in the field, eh? Because like this is like an uber talent. The guy knows so much about SEO. He, I, I, I'd suggest he's forgotten more about SEO than many of us will ever know. Uh, he lives and breathes SEO. And um, he vanishes for vast periods at a time. Um, comes back again, vanishes, comes back again, and uh, yeah, that 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 David Harry isn't a household name in the field of SEO is has always been a mystery to me. Yeah, yeah, 
And it, I mean, you called it. It is because he bounces in and, and sort of bounces out. Those of us that have been around for a while, all of us know him. Yeah, <laughs> right? when, when, when he bounces in, you sit and listen because the, the guy has something intelligent to say. And, you know, you, you, you're going to get a new perspective. Indeed. You, you want to have some real fun, though. Just like, you, don't, you don't even need to, like, say the words to him. Just say LSI. Okay? <laughs> like, semantic indexing. And, like, you will see, like, this, this normally calm and cool dude. His face goes purple. It's hilarious. You know what? It's awesome you mentioned that. Uh, he does a hangout. No, I'll... You know, later in the show, I'll, I'll create a bit.ly or something and, and share it because it's, it's, it's some really, really interesting watching. He does it every Friday, um, comes on at uh, 10 Pacific, uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. And every now and then, it'll be me or uh, your friend of mine, uh, Kevin Dury or, or Bill or somebody, will just say it, just like latent semantic indexing, and just to watch them. <laughs> just, like, just like toss it in there in the middle of something completely unrelated. Uh, just to sort of watch his face and see if we can slip it in there without uh, <laughs> without him knowing or uh, freaking out, <laughs> uh, you know, or you know, because he knows where it's coming from. Let's you know, see if I can like pull this off without getting a reaction, right, or, or something like that. I don't know. I just do it for just for fun, um, and I think everybody else does as well. Uh, well, docs on there. Anyway, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll create a link and, and send it. A, you know, note it for our uh, for our listeners because it's, uh, it's a really really good hangout, and uh, anybody's welcome to watch. And, and and David is honestly, David is the SEO's SEO. Um, yeah. Really worth listening to. And what what piece of advice did uh, did he give in your uh, Twenty One Experts piece of advice article? His one. Sorry, I was just uh, just going through Patrick Stocks, who also gave a, a really really interesting one uh, as far as. I was I was concerned, but we can get to get to that later. Um, his was uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and his was more for the SEOs in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yeah, which one did he get? Um, it, it's basically uh, set the proper expectations. Yeah. <laughs> like, be realistic with your. Um, with your clients right from the get-go with what you're going to need to do, with what you're going to need from them. Um, you know, and it is sage advice, right? Like, if you're not on that first phone call, if you're giving the impression that you're just a magician and it's all just going to magically happen, you're shooting yourself in the foot. If you're going, actually, I'm going to need you, as I just had this call yesterday, I'm going to need your team to write me a lot of content. I'm going to tell you what it is, <laughs> but, but I'm going to need hours every week of your staff because I don't know this subject matter. No copywriter we have access to knows the subject matter as well as you do because this is really specific. <laughs> so, and that's one of the most important pieces of advices, pieces of advice that that can be given to 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 anyone at any any stage in their SEO career. Because I mean, even years into it, you fall into the trap of, setting, of either setting the wrong expectation or assuming that your client understands what the process is. Yeah, and you didn't the half hour, and sometimes it's an uncomfortable conversation because you know you have, to, you have to say some uncomfortable things like this may or may not work, but. Um, or you're, you're, you're paying me so that I can get you to do a whole bunch more work. Um, <laughs> well, it's reality, isn't it? They, they <laughs> want better website, and they want a coach to get – they want a better website, and they want a coach to get them there. Um, but I, 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 I can't get into the, the specifics. I'm kind of stalling to figure out how to say it properly, but a team I'm working with, honest to goodness, has just spent – easily 16 maybe maybe 20 hours trying to work through 
the expectations a previous SEO team had set with a client. And in the previous SEO team, everything went to hell. It all went haywire and stuff. And I guess when the team I'm working with took over, nobody thought to reset the client's expectations. And, um, you know, this is a person who's been burned once, right? So, yeah. So that's a, that, that is a sage piece of advice. Set expectations, set them early, and then meet them. Well, indeed. And one of the things that I realized while I was reading that, because, of course, I had to, you know, having put the piece together, I've, I've read them all. Um, one of the things that hit me is I'm like, oh, actually, you know what? I might need to go back to some of my other clients. <laughs> clients that have been with us since, you know, 2008 or something. And I'm like, right, I should maybe explain to them. Because we all have clients who want to be super involved. We all have clients, and, you know, I have a few of them, but just don't want to know anything at all. Like, they just, they don't care, <laughs> right, to know that. It's sort of, you know, they're lawyers. They're charging out at, you know, $350 an hour, and they don't want to deal with this. They'd rather pay me to do it because it's cheaper <laughs> than wasting their time. Totally get it, but actually, you know, reminding me to go, oh, yeah, right, I set expectations back then about what we were going to need. Now maybe it's a, a time to go, okay, now here's the landscape that's, that's changed, you know, and try and word this in five minutes or less because otherwise they're going to get mad. Uh, <laughs> so I go, but, you know, here's, here's the new expectations of, of what we need and here's what we need to do to keep up. So not just for new clients onboarding. <clears throat> it's reminded me to like, yeah, maybe I need to go back to some of the ones that have been with us a long time and sort of just update them on what's going on, even the ones that don't want to be involved to go, okay, here's some changes that are going to have to happen to the content on your site, right? Like, we'll take care of it, but here's why. Um, and let them understand uh, a little bit more. So, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really, really good advice. It wasn't what I was expecting to hear from him because he's such a smart guy with a, a, an array of information. I was expecting some, like, technical thing or, you know, go out and read all the white papers or something like that. That's more what I was expecting from him. Um, but, uh, but he gave some really good, actionable, you know, sage advice as, as, you know, as he does. Okay. Well, this is a this is a good piece. Uh, twenty one uh, piece of advice, best SEO advice from again twenty one experts at Search Engine Journal. Um, published uh, well, just published earlier today. Um, so definitely worth the look. I we could go through each piece of advice, but that would take the rest of the show. And I'm afraid we just don't got time for that because a whole bunch of other stuff happened. And one mm -hmm. I want to touch on before we get to break, which I thought was. Uh, uh, just a, a neat little piece of information that came out of uh, one of John Mueller's hangouts with uh, with Barry Schwartz. Um, I've been I've been kind of a a, a, a site map um, fanboy for my, my whole career. <laughs> I, I, I love site maps. Um, back in the day when we used to make them in HTML, that used to be sort of the way I would plan out the making the site map. I would plan the plan the. Uh, internal linking structure. Um, like when writing content, uh, you, you look at the sitemap and you plan where you want things to be. I used mm -hmm. to love sitemaps. XML site, when XML sitemaps came along and that became like the primary way of like informing Google of, of you know, what was happening on, on your website. Mm -hmm. It was such a breakthrough. I mean, I love that. Now, as it turns out, um, I think uh, uh, John Mueller has confirmed what I, I think a lot of us already sort of suspected, but Mueller said so straight out. Um, this, Google uses the URL in the sitemap to determine the canonical URL. Yeah, that's handy, a handy little tidbit, isn't it? It is. I like that. So, you know, like if you're really worrying about setting it, and, 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 and please, worry about setting it. <laughs> like, do all the right steps. 
um, make your settings in, in Search Console. Identify in your uh, robot text file. Um, and, you know, make sure that it's, it's conforming with what you're, with the, the, the URLs you're presenting in, uh, in, in your sitemap. But it's the URLs in the sitemap that Google's going to be looking at to go, yeah, for sure, this is the one that the webmaster wants us to, to, uh, to, 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 to rank or to, to treat as the primary URL. Right. You know what? I, I kind of view this, and it, it's, it's interesting. As soon as I read it, I'm like, you know, this is kind of like the phoning home because you're too drunk to drive call that, that a kid would make. That's, that's kind of how I'm viewing this, this aspect of the sitemap. So what I mean by that is with every good thing you should be doing, you should not be driving if you know you're going to drink. You shouldn't be getting so, you know, drinking when you get where you're going so that you can't get the car home. All of these things you should be doing, as you're saying, you know, you should be making sure that there is no confusion about <laughs> about which URLs are, are you know, is, is supposed to be the one that Google's treating. But in the absence of good sense, <laughs> here's this last resort thing. And, and so that's where I liken it to that call. It's like, okay, but if everything goes sideways, right? If you've done things wrong, either because you can't do it right or just because you have... Oh, well, no, 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 no. If you do things... No, here's a problem, though. Um, uh, no, if you do things wrong, you're going to confuse the heck out of Google and you will not get a benefit. In your site map. Um, well, well, but this is why I'm saying you got to confirm that. Say you've written 301s. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so 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 you're migrating uh, one website from one domain to another domain. Um, or maybe yeah. you're going from uh, HTTP to HTTPS. You write your uh, 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 301s, right, to tell the the uh, the signal goes to httpxyz.com, and you really want to go to httpsxyz.com. You write your 301s, but say you've like written https xyz.com without the www, but in your site maps you have the www, you've now confused Google, and you'll get the benefit out of what they see in the site map, but I don't think you're going to get penalized or anything, but I think it's going to sort of look at you and go, wow, bad form, bad webmastering, not taking it so seriously. I don't. I mean, I don't think that you'll lose any position for it. But I would really urge, like, if SEO is seriously a game of inches, make sure they all conform to each other. Right? That they're all on the same head. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sorry to jump like that, but I think I got a. I got a feeling in my stomach. I haven't read anywhere that that's really important, but I got a feeling in my stomach that that probably is. It's funny. Now I'm gonna. I, I think I interpreted it a little differently than you did, and say, okay, during commercial break, which I know we get to take shortly, <laughs> I'm about to go back and reread. Reread it and go. Oh, okay, I need a little clarification here. Yeah, just um, so you know, it was the second paragraph in the uh, in the SE Roundtable article that got me. That got you. Jump like that. Um, and you know what? This is a pr perfect time for you to go back and read that piece because it's about it's eighteen minutes after the hour at time of recording. It's about the time to take a break here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. So, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Metro Digital Always Media. You are listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the eleventh of uh, January, twenty eighteen. Stick around. Back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break.
Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. All of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's January 2018. And you know, Dave, I've had this like really hilarious like vision in my head. Wouldn't it be wonderful if on radio that everything the listeners hear were actually happening live? Did you hear that, like, rave backtrack to the last commercial? <laughs> like, you know what? I didn't because I was busy reading John Mueller and trying to make sure I got... You're sitting there educating yourself. I'm sitting here playing, pretending about a rave. Wow. <laughs> I just saw these lights flashing in the studio and, like, Brasco with his arms waving in the air. It was a one, hilarious vision. <laughs> um, okay, so... Do you want to keep going? Do you want to keep going on in the canonicals, or uh, do you want to do, do, do we jump somewhere else? No, we can we can move on. I think we are both, you know, sort of the the, the gist. Every I just wanted to make sure we were given the right advice. We are. Let's move on to new news because we got a lot to cover this show. Okay, so we were uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were all freaking out about the death of the internet, right? And mm-hmm. it's something worth freaking out about because this this is the uh, kind of like the um, place where we make our money. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You know, it's kind of like, kind of like people who who are like fisher fishermen, like getting mad when you pollute in their ocean where they catch their fish. Same sort of same sort of thing. So, we thought that the FCC's ruling on net neutrality was the end. The you know the final final nail in the coffin of freedom on the web. As it turns out, the American system of checks and balances actually works. Um, there is still a Another hurdle the opponents of net neutrality have to get across. It's, it, it's, it's, it's a rather big hurdle. It's called the Congress of the United States of America. Um, there is going to be a congressional vote on net neutrality. I don't know when it's going to happen, but um, 
they have uh, 50% plus one voting to review the FCC's decision. Again, <sighs> how they settle on it is another question. I don't know. So, people, go check out fightforthefuture.org. Call your, call your uh, House representative. Call your congressperson. Um, the fight isn't over yet. There's still a chance to preserve net neutrality, and um, if we can take it, we have to. So, there you go. 100%. Probably the most uh, important thing we're talking about this, uh, this entire episode. Possibly. <laughs> There's another one I want to bring up. This is sort of off topic, eh? But um, it's sort of on topic, too. I don't know if you saw the article. There's a remarkable article got uh, got printed earlier today in uh, Geraldine de Rochier's uh, blog, The Everywhereist. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the name Geraldine de Rochier might be uh, familiar to people in the SEO community. It should be because of her writing, which is like generally very, very good. This t- today it was remarkable, like astonishingly good. But Geraldine also happens to be the uh, well. Um, her husband is uh, is Rand Fishkin. And so she started this blog called The Everywhereist because after um, she got laid off from, from from her job in marketing, she decided to travel with Rand when Rand was you know, still heading SEO Moz and having to travel out of Seattle like every week, right? Mm-hmm. So she kept this blog to sort of like journal where they had been in the world. Um, and she has developed uh, her talent as a writer over the over the last uh, five years, um, you know Seth Godin's uh, old Seth Golden saying: if you if you devote ten thousand hours to any given um, endeavor, you're going to become damn good at it. Yep, she's become a damn good writer. Yeah, no, I agree. And today she wrote just a stunning, uh, stunning article titled "I Made the Cinnamon Rolls from Mario Batelli's Sexual Misconduct Apology Letter." Um, I don't know a lot about the um, televi- the, 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 the like you know celebrity chef culture, but Mario Batelli uh, was a celebrity chef who um, was outed for sexual misconduct and uh, wrote a apology letter that included um, a recipe for cinnamon rolls. I. If there's any article that people need to read today that doesn't have anything to do with the web or marketing, this is the one. Like this is the the intelligent, important, remarkable article that um, people should take the time to read. Um, especially guys, because I don't think we really understand um, why um, many of uh, the women in our lives are um, well so 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 angry right about now um, surrounding the, the Me Too and Time's Up movements. Read this piece. It's an important one and it might help. It might help understand it. It's, you know what? It will certainly um, again, if, if, if you're delighted by amazing writing, read this piece. Well, you're right. It's, it's A, great writing. B, an important message. Um, what, like, I... I I hadn't seen the apology letter. I knew it had happened, but I hadn't actually seen it until until reading this piece. Mm. Um, 
and was just left like I'll, I'll be honest just a little flabbergasted I'm like where in your brain like I and I'm speaking as Mario or, or requesting Mario here where in your brain did you write an apology for sexual misconduct and then go P.S. if you're here for a Hollywood baking recipe <laughs> like where I, I, I just I sometimes I just I just don't understand and that may be to your point um, of just absolute cluelessness on, on some people's part, like just absolutely not understanding the severity of, in this case, what you did, um, you know, to, to actually think that this is any place to, to drop a recipe. Anyway, it's great reading. I, I can't, I could rant, but I won't bother. I couldn't do it justice like Geraldine said. So, uh, yeah. yeah, right. It's at the everywhereist.com. Um, interesting, uh, Interesting, uh, just just an aside again about this article. Um, we lead weird lives, Dave. Like we in in this in this field, you meet so many people from such a like wide varied backgrounds. Um, and I don't know. There's just something about people who are attracted to this field. It attracts people who are polyglots, overachievers, extraordinarily talented in many different areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've had the same weird experience a couple times this week um, this time um, it was Shoshana my, my, my partner, my girlfriend who uh, posted the piece that Geraldine had written and not knowing that, that I knew her so I, I read the piece and then I saw the title of the blog, The Everywhere and I'm like, hold on, I know that title <laughs> um, and I'm like, whoa, I know this writer S- completely stunning my girlfriend Yesterday, um, I had the same thing with one of the one of the uh, designers I worked with uh, was uh, complaining about um, the W three W three cash plugin. Mm-hmm. So I go to look up some some spec to answer a question for him. I noticed it was that the plugin itself was written by Frederick Towns. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, I know this guy. <laughs> um, yeah, just that just happens so often in, in, in the course of our. Uh, in the course of our our, our, our jobs, that I, we we fail to rec- to um, I don't know. Just, I, I don't know why that happened. It just, it just amuses me. Whatever that happens, you know. You know what? I, I totally get where you're where you're coming from. When I decided to uh, write a piece, and that the piece we were talking about earlier on, like getting you know a bunch of a bunch of people's opinions, you know, experts' opinions. I'm like, yeah, I know a lot of pe- smart people, so that made this really easy. <laughs> like that's probably the easiest article I've written in ages because it turns out um, over like 15 years in the industry I've kind of met a lot of smart people I mean I couldn't even tip the iceberg in, in the smart people I'm at to grab and I'm like okay I need to do follow ups on specific niches because there's just so many smart people oh, um, that okay. sort of got left out and I'm like oh I should do one on technical one on <laughs> just so well, we can get deep dive yeah. but Here's a tip from the Zuckerberg, Dave. Get other people to write your content for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if only I could make the ad revenue from it. I should talk to Danny about that. I don't. You know, he's a senior editor. I don't think he can hook me up with that ad revenue. You know, uh, you know what I did the other day? I, I took a bunch of uh, replies that I've made to, to other people in, in, in Facebook, mm-hmm. and I put them into Word, right, one by one. And yeah. I, I measured them by Word. Just, I put them into Word to count how many words were in each response. Mm-hmm. It averaged out to just under to 119, just under 120 words per response. So if you make six of those in a day, you've got a full blog post. Mm. Like, 
Zuckerberg's a genius. Think of how many people he's got giving him full blog posts every day. Full blog posts worth of material every day. Yeah. Now, either he's a genius or I'm an idiot or both. I bet <laughs> you both is true. Yeah, no, he's definitely got it together in, uh, you know, I, you know what, I, I knew that even going way back, and we'll just go back in history here for a second, but I remember being anxious for when Facebook was going to be moved just out of universities, right, like that, during that time frame where we knew it was going to be opened up, but it was still just available to uh, to a handful of universities, <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, I, I should have thought then, hey, I should probably, you know, scrape a few uh, a few cents together to invest. Uh, yeah. because uh, because I'm excited for something before it launches, and that's pretty much the cue for this is going to be a success. Yeah, geez, you know, I wasn't for for Google Plus. I'm just going to point that out. So. <laughs> Around that time, I was worried about whether I was going to be found hot or not, and get another Zuckerberg property. <laughs> totally uh, forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, see, this is a this is dumb celebrity thinking, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't even get enough Bitcoin, but I should have. Hey, we've landed on Tinder now, so he wasn't that far off. It was just the application that didn't quite. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'd be. I I am so glad that I'm in a long term relationship because I would be terrified <laughs> at my age to be involved in something like Tinder. Oh my god! <laughs> just. I don't know if you know because you were married long before Tinder was but like do people know if they've been swiped left or right on probably not I have, I have no idea but that's one of those things that I don't want to sign up to find out but I'd I like to sign up to find out my, I see people walking past my window all day and if people knew they got like swipe slid uh, right or you know the slid reject on you just think people would just be disappointed all day long right so okay back to like uh internet stuff <laughs> great changes are happening in search console i'm really really pleased to see this um google said they were going to be rolling out some pretty uh some pretty stunning stuff and over the next few months and primarily over the next few weeks i think that webmasters um are going to be pretty pleased one of the things and I mean, this doesn't sound like much, but we'll take what we can get. 16 months of back data. I'll take it. That's plenty for most uses I would have. I mean, obviously, if you could give me data back to the beginning of time, yes, that would be better. Uh, but functionally, like, like we all do, most of my queries are comparing last month with the month before it, last month with the same month last year and then that month last year with the month before it so that I can watch the monthly trend from November to December and compare that with November to December this year, right? Like what happened last year to this year. Like, those are my most common um, filters. That's what you're going to so be able to do two weeks from now. I'm What's pretty that? sure this is two weeks. Um, it, it, may, it may be rolled out for some people now, but um, I think for us, up, at least up here in Canada, about two weeks, mm -hmm. you're going to be able to take... Um, a number of the comparative tests that you want and run them against each other all at the exact same time. So you're not going to have to flip back and forth between screens or recalibrate your test and then um, download the numbers and recalibrate the download. You're going to be mm -hmm. able to run them concurrently against each other. Mm. That's pretty cool. That is uh, pretty cool. Face our um, Search Console is going to introduce whole new levels of filtering, um, allowing you to mix and match 
um, a number of the. I mean, I'm gonna face it. Like, uh, Search Console is amazing because they give you a great amount of general data, but there's a yeah. bunch of custom stuff that you always want to do. Um, and and once you start customizing, um, it's very hard to compare one against the other. Right. They're trying to blow through that, blow through that problem. Um. So I think that's wonderful. It it it, it indicates that. Um, I don't know. I, I want it to indicate that they're taking webmasters seriously again. Maybe they're. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like. Uh, what what's the opposite of cynical? Pollyannish. <laughs> the opposite of cynical. I don't know. Yeah, optimistic. No, no, that's not quite right either. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I am. I am by trade. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 anyway, yeah, I, I think Google's actually might actually be um, somebody at Google might actually be listening to us. Whoa! Uh, that don't... sounds crazy. I can't do that. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to be interested in too, and I'm going to give a hat to that. I think I think it was Dwayne Forrester's tweet that first sort of got me aware of this product. Um, but there's a, there's a tool called Keyword Hero. Um, and basically, what it is, there's a free version, so, you know, and, and there's, there's paid ones, and I've used both of them, but um, and it just depends on how much data you want, whether, whether you choose it. But what it does is it basically pulls in your Search Console keyword data, attaches it to your analytics data, and creates a new analytics view for you. Um, so it basically creates a view that's pulling in your keyword data, and then over time, it's basically figuring out Try, trying as best it can, because from Search Console, it can only assign the keywords to a page, but it, it uses some AI to try and figure out over time what the what percentage of each visitor to that page from Google Organic breaks down on which of the keywords and then how they navigate to the site. So basically a not perfect, but far better than not provided <laughs> um, sort of view of your your traffic on your site because you can actually you know, start to break it down by keyword again again it's not perfect because they it's not it's not like it was it, you know the the data source isn't the same as it was when it was google telling you what google was searching um but it is it is a, an interesting thing um and it'll be curious to see now that we will it be able to pull back from uh, you know from from last year as as well and i'm not sure how that interaction is, is going to work, but if it can, that'll be really interesting, especially for sites that we've just started to collect this data on, right, to be able to pull it back um, year over year. And look what happened to, for example, right in analytics going, okay, branded versus non-branded. I mean, we can pull this stuff from, from Search Console, but it's way easier if you can just filter in analytics by keyword, right? Yep. So um, starting to pull that data, but I, I think it's going to open up a lot for us, um, and I'm, I'm really, really excited. Well, I think this is something that Google kind of has to... Google... I, while you were while you were speaking uh, a few seconds ago, Dave, I was thinking in my mind, why is Google opening itself up? Why are they giving us uh, new data points, um, making our jobs easier for us? And it occurred to me they're making their, our jobs easier for us because they're sensing competition again. In other words, they need us. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, sensing competition from from uh, say Amazon or from uh, uh, oh, you know what? Amazon, um, either Amazon directly as as the Uber retailer, or Amazon as a platform for um, for for other entrepreneurs, for other retailers or e-tailers. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, I think Google is certainly feeling the pressure, and if you make it easier for webmasters to do their job, um, perhaps you're able to present more relevant information to uh, search users. 
Well, and you bring up something interesting there that I know I'm already thinking about, but you're, you're making me think about it a little differently. Um, but one of the interesting things will be Amazon's play into search. And I, I never really think about it, right? Like I, I think of Amazon different than search, but with the massive, massive growth in voice, voice only or, or voice first devices, well, and, and, and the strength yeah. of Echo, all of a sudden, Amazon, through this year and, and through 2019, um, is going to be an incredibly strong player in search. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And you're right, Google might be going, oh, okay, we kind of need to placate them so that they can make better choices and actually still keep working on our engine, rather than going, oh, okay, by the time we're all voice, you know, most things are voice first, you know, Amazon's really the key one, so let's just focus there. Well, two points. We're gonna have to go to commercial really soon. I can actually, I can, I can see studio um, setting up the uh, commercial break in, uh, in another window here. But um, two points I want to make. Number one, if you're um, getting into uh, into the field now and you're looking for a niche, and like seriously, if 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 you become the the uh, the owner of a niche in this in SEO, you're going to have an extraordinarily good career. Mm. Ask Cindy Crumb; she'll tell you. Because <laughs> um, you know, for a while, Cindy owned. I'd, I'd suggest Cindy still does. Pretty Cindy is synonymous with mobile SEO, right? One hundred percent. So she, I'd say she owns that in, in many ways. Um, she earned it certainly. So if you can become like the Amazon guru, if you can optimize for Amazon, make stuff happen for merchants in Amazon, then uh, you're likely going to have a very good career. Um. Oh, wow. You know what? There was another point that was just so smart. I don't know. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, a new thing in search that's coming up now that might even, that might even challenge Amazon, but I think it actually works in their favor, is uh, we're going past voice search, Dave. I mean, first it was mobile search. Now it's voice search. Um, now, oh, then, it, then it's voice search. Now it's visual search. Take a picture of something, ask the search engine to tell you anything that's a lot like it. Okay. This would work, I think, primarily for a product-driven search engine like uh, like Amazon. Um, take a picture of a better mousetrap and get every mousetrap that Amazon possibly sells. Mm. Um, I don't know if Google can if Google can or actually or can do that just yet, or you know. Um, or if Google actually has the uh, what's Google certainly has the image base, but does Google associate images with specific products or specific product pages? I don't know yet. Um, Schema would help them do that. Yeah, I have a feeling we'll be figuring that out real fast. You know, we should we, we just got to have a, uh, a a show where we do all sorts of illegal substances and philosophize on on what <laughs> might happen if this or that or that happens. I know I'd like that. Well, maybe another drunken webmaster uh, webmaster roundtable or something. Great idea. We're going to figure that out, but while we're figuring that out, you all get to listen to commercials because it's time to take a break here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It is 22 the hour at the time this was recorded. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology at Webmaster Radio on the 11th of January, 2018. Stick around. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. 
Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to rock star level only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here at webmasterradio.fm. It's the 11th of January, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, I'm not going to go into the details. I'm not going to mention the company's names or anything. But a um, remarkable thing happened in Canada over the last couple of weeks. Um, a coffee brand that is synonymous with with Canadian patriotism uh, really messed up by messing over its employees and has now seen a complete rebellion against um, against its brand. Because of that complete rebellion against its brand, I can't drink the damn coffee that it's damn coffee anymore. Um, and so I've had to go to that large uh, American chain that uses a mermaid as its logo. <laughs> Now, the weird thing about that large American chain that uses the mermaid as its logo is they have a lingo all their own. They speak a secret a language that I don't speak, you see. Uh, they speak, um, well, mermaidese or something. And you can't get a large, a medium, or a small coffee at this place. You've got to get a vente, a tall, or um, something bigger or smaller. I don't know which. See, that's a problem for me. Um why am I mentioning all this? Because of Google, that's why. Because of Google's page insight, page speed insight tool. And I'm really grateful for Google for this. <laughs> I'm interested to see the chat here, but I do Sorry. think that you can't have a double-double anymore. I know, it's driving me crazy, Dave. Okay, and also because, like, you know, it's 15 minutes to end of show and we only got two stories that's so regular in the pocket bit. Um... Let's be real. But this is really cool, actually. Um, Google Google um, used to deliver uh, to, to its users over Search Console raw speed 
um, your 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 page took uh, two point three milliseconds to download. Your page took four and a half milliseconds to download. Oh my god, your page took seven milliseconds to download. Um, obviously, the faster your page, the more likely you're going to uh, rank well against competitor pages in the mobile-centric Google universe, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, it used to be that pages, which is, you know, just, I, I like easy because I'm old. <laughs> um, I like, I like a small, medium, or large copy. So, Google is uh, giving us, you know, page inside information fast. The median value of the metric is the fastest third of all page loads. Slow. The median value of the metric is the slowest third of all page loads, or average. The median value of the metric is in the middle third of all page loads. You're fast, you're slow, or you're average. That's, I mean, that's, isn't that nice? <laughs> it's easy. It um, is, and one of the things I also liked um, about it, well, actually, you know what, sorry, go ahead, and then I'll, then I'll jump in, but uh, you, well, were, you were going Again, I'm just... They do give you um, much more accurate numbers than good, bad, or mediocre. Um, you know, fast, slow, or average. But to simplify what's becoming overly complicated, um, and I, th I think this is, this is the goal of, of, of engineers in general, certainly the goal of data engineers, is to simplify the complicated. Um, and again, in my personal life, I've just I've gone through this experience where I've had to... Um, you know, completely complicate what should be an easy experience, getting a damn cup of coffee. Um, I'm glad in analytics and in Search Console that it's much easier to make these reports using color codes rather than uh, than uh, uh, having to explain uh, the numbers relating to competitors' numbers. Well, indeed, and they're actually giving some some real actionable... Um, information this time. So what, what I also noticed when they when they launched this version is they do seem to have gotten their information a little a little better together. Um, where like even on just their page speed metrics, they're giving more weight where it belongs. And, and clearly they just understood by using Chrome data a little bit more about okay what actually slows things down. I think they're lifting things like um, jQuery, right? And, 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 and having the jQuery um, code launching higher up, I, I, I suspect, and my site was one of them, that it's telling me I need to move that to the bottom, and it's taking points off me for not moving it to the bottom. The fact is, my site breaks if I do. Right? Like, this is jQuery. I need it to function before other things on my, like, I need it to load before other things. <laughs> so, and I think they've gotten a far better handle on that, because even their page speeds are adjusting. Um, but I love for the layperson that they're also giving real information. I've just pulled up a, a client site here, one of the ones that I'd emailed and gone, oh, they've updated it, and you might be interested in this. They've got their own developers, so they've got you know nerds who might find this interesting too. Um, and one of the things in, in their sort of little write-up that it gives is, although the page could be more optimized, it is probably unnecessary. It's like, there you go. <laughs> like, actually just tell the person what they need to do. Both the mobile and desktop are green. They're coming in fast. You're right. They don't need to do any more. And it's nice that Google's going, you don't need to do any more, which tells me fighting over these minuscule fractions. They've got an 86 score. Should we be fighting for a 90? No. Even Google's saying, it's probably not worth it, so don't bother. <laughs> like, okay, good. Now we can just focus on content, not fighting with 
um, you know, like little tweaks on, on page load speed, because truth be known to the user, it is fast enough. Like it, it loads in like under two seconds. So they're doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I, I liked that. I like that Google's adding in. I mean, I think it's great that they're in, pulling in real world data. I think that's a, that's a huge, uh, you know, a huge leap forward. Um, and I also like the way they're wording things in a much more, here's what you need to do both from a lay person's perspective and even for us as SEOs to go, okay, this is actually kind of telling me what I need to know. It's not worth fighting over single digits after this. Absolutely. Uh, which is great. So we can focus where, where the effort's better spent. Now there is a, uh, there is a warning that we should probably give uh, uh, webmasters while talking about this. Mm-hmm. One of the Google offers uh, optimization suggestions when uh, uh, when it when it when it shows how how to how to improve your site's performance, mm-hmm. a lot of people look at those and think that they are um, suggestions that relate directly to their website. They don't. This is just an average list. This is a standard list of best practices. So just because it says on your in 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 your version of Search Console. Um, that the optimization suggestions say you have to do this, 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 and that. It doesn't actually mean that this, this, and that uh, condition actually exists on your page. It just says Google would really like all pages to have done this, this, and that. Right. Again, it's a best practice suggestion, not necessarily relating to the to what Google found on your website. No, and not necessarily even doable, like a, like the, the jQuery <laughs> reference, right? Like, my site actually breaks if I do it, so they can tell me whatever they want. <laughs> like, I can't do it. Um, you know, and there are aspects that you just can't do. You know, you want to compress those images? Great. I mean, there may be some real reasons. I work with photographers. I work with, you know, no, it, I understand that little reduction, you know, will speed up the site for sure, but this is a photographer. <laughs> they need the best quality that they can put on there and you know they need anyway about to get off the off the rails because this actually fixes a lot of that and actually puts it into a more user-centric standpoint which at the end of the day what more do i want and what more does google want than making sure that the user is served not some some artificial metric okay we got a couple minutes left uh probably three mm-hmm. um there's a rudimentary, I'd say, because they're not um, terribly long. In fact, it's only like seven pages long, but there's a new list of uh, version 1.0, Evaluation of Search Speech uh, Guidelines. This is for um, you know the, 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 the people who rate how Google Search is performing its job. Um, this is their guidelines. It, they, Google has finally published it. And for SEOs, this is often some of the strongest insights we, that we get into how Google expects itself to perform. So if you see what Google's uh, performance metrics are, performance expectation metrics are, you might get a clue on what Google's prioritizing as important or less important. This is what Google's telling its people to prioritize when reviewing um, how Google searches is doing its job. And this time it's all about voice search. Have you had a, had a chance to look through this, this doc yet? I have, yeah. And I, I mean, 
I find it interesting. You're right. It's it's a little thin. I don't know what I was expecting. Well, <laughs> like, it's version 1.0, right? It's, it's well, it's indeed, and it, it it's much more difficult than, or it it by necessity needs doesn't have as much involved, right? Like there isn't a look at the layout of the page. Do you trust it? No, it's spewing information at me, and it's either basically right or wrong and formatted well or not, right? Like, no. It, it, it's much simpler. So really, yeah, it, it's and and you you seen the 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 write up i i think it's by matt southern and and i recommend for anybody it's a super short read um over at search engine journal you can look it up matt southern wrote it um and it's just on basically these new guidelines and how they break it up and yeah there's a, a few voting metrics that they're they're basing it on and yeah they're pretty straightforward does the information come across right and is it formatted the way it should be um as it's delivered to you uh, well, yeah, and and this is going to be tough. Like Google wants to know if um, it was a uh, 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 did it fully meet, highly meet, moderately meet, slightly meet, or fail to meet uh, the information needs of the uh, 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 of the query user. And mm -hmm. in the PDF document, it's only seven pages long, but um, they give an example. Uh, say the query: How tall is Charles Darwin? The response, spoken response, Charles Darwin stood about five feet, 11 and a half inches tall. Rating, it fully meets because it completely answered the, the, the query question. Mm -hmm. um, and there's probably, yeah, probably a dozen different examples of query questions um, asked. Uh, 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 and uh, the, the, the Google Sheet. Um, you know, sort of says if it meets or fails to meet and why it fails to meet. Um, we only have a minute left. I'm afraid we can't drill into this uh, much further. Um, but I think the if SEOs read this document, and I recommend that you do, the lesson from it is clarity. Do you have any way you can sum this up in like 25 words or less? Because we are seriously scraping time. No, that's that's about it. Just just you know listen to a response is it clear if you're trying to compete for it put in the response and and don't assume that what you're hearing back is what's going to be right listen to it understand if it's a good response if it's not that's your opportunity to get in there um yeah and if, if you're uh presenting information on any given topic what i would do now is i would start from the very basic and then go to the very complex um in almost like in the, with a sheet with almost point forms, so just to make sure you're hitting as many answers as possible. Yeah. Um, we gotta go. I can hear the music yep. in the background. So we did it. It's been another week, friends. You've been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm on the 11th of January, 2018. Um, on behalf of Dave Davies from BSOC Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from News Always Media. Stick around, WebmasterRadio.fm. Great content coming up coming up after the news. We're back next Thursday. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.